DCM works. It's not me, it's you. This episode of the Untitled Adventure is brought to you by the patrons Darren Benet, 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 Darren Benet, uh, Michael Romnin, Rom, yeah, Romnin, uh, Sarah Smith, and Isaac Pink. Thanks for your support, guys, and uh, hope you enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to the Untitled Adventure. This will be the first episode. Uh, I'm your dungeon master, David, so lead writer, obviously, creative. You'll, you'll all know me at this point if you listen to this. Uh, so I'll introduce our party really quickly. So we've got Ben as Duncan Hellheel, the sorcerer. Hello. Uh, ben, you'll obviously know from the podcast as well. Way too many times. Yeah, man. I mean, regular. Uh, <laughs> and then we've got Oscar Arabin East Cloak. Hello. Um, that's not your full name. You're Oscar. Your character is Arabin. Yeah, well, um, I mean... And you're, I could change it if I wanted to. I mean, no, you couldn't. Oh. Set in stone. Uh, and you are today's <laughs> ranger. Uh, and then we have uh, Simon, uh, our rogue, as Arlen Dawn Tracker. G'day. Um, and Simon, that was really Australian. We're in Australia. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I don't know what I was expecting. Um, so today's adventure uh, is going to be sort of getting to know our characters and really getting our head in the game. Um, this is Dungeons and Dragons 3.5e, uh, with some elements of 5 and uh, 4.5. So. And ignoring half the rules. Um, I ignore the boring <laughs> ones. I ignore the boring yeah. rules. Um, it's all about having a good time and killing some bitches. So, um, this campaign is called Talenta Sorrows. Um, it is a continuation of a world that I've been working on for a few years with the parties that I've had coming and going. Uh, so there's a lot of lore and stuff behind it, so hopefully we'll get to know the world a bit. Uh, this first session, um, I don't know how many episodes it'll go for, but the first session is entitled The Blue Baron. Ugh, the so, Blue Baron. The Blue Baron. Uh, you know, it's been thrown around before. So, uh, we begin. Um, the party finds themselves in a city tavern in the slums of Stonejaw Keep. Stonejaw Keep is, uh, is, is this monolithic city surrounded by these 20-foot walls on the coast uh, of the continent. The city is split into three sections. So you've got the slums, uh, the quarter. The quarter is like the middle-class um, industrial district and the crown uh, and the crown is obviously where the royals are it's where the palace is it's where you find all of your your expensive uh, people with all their money uh, the tavern is fairly dimly lit and it's bustling at peak hour so the sun's just gone down uh, you're all seated around a table uh, toward the back you've got a decent vantage of the whole bar you have a rough idea of everything that's going on uh, you're a monster hunting company being led by Duncan Hellheel uh, and your monster hunting company is uh is adequately entitled <laughs> Hide Seek Incorporated or Hide Seek Inc. Uh, and as a result, um, your main your main goal is to capitalize on the wars that have been raging across the continent uh, and to kill some of the demons and monsters that have been a result of that war. Uh, and Duncan, while being fiscally responsible, is not the best sorcerer. It's it's called Hide Seek because we seek hides of monsters. And you're also, also we're a bunch of pussies. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, so you're a monster hunting company, uh, and, and your goal is to kind of take advantage of this war. So for the audience's benefit more than yours, you want to just give us a quick idea of your character. Um, so Ben, you want to go for I'm this? a dick. Yeah, so Duncan's a bit of a douchebag. Um, you, you, run, you run the company. Yeah, because I'm a complete fucking dropout. I mean, you know, it's been and said. Yeah. I, it's been said about you, and not to you. Pretty much just like a sorcerer that's really bad at sorcery. More or less. Um, um, honestly... Basically, I, have, really I have more. I have more stats and things that aren't actually useful for sorcery. Then, yeah, I kind of, um, I kind of rolled that, that one a bit useful. against yeah. your advantage, to be honest. Um, so that'll be interesting. So this will be funny. You have to be creative a bit. Yeah. Uh, and then we have obviously Oscar. So Arabin. Um, yeah. Ar- Arabin, he was a good dude. He used to help <laughs> those elves. But... Oh, did he? I don't know. <laughs> 
Well, he w- he was high too, but yeah, to help them he achieve just something. Slacked off a bit too much. Yeah, look, know? he had a bit too much of the Mary Jane. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, he's a ranger. Have, what are you gonna do? Do elves have pot? They probably do. They yeah. probably call it like old Toby yeah. or something. Elder weed tree. Elder weed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It'd be, it'd be all the druids. Oh yeah, man! Shit. Like getting real, getting real tight with the yeah. nature. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you're you're number two. You're like the Spock for the, uh, for the for the the starship hide and seek Inc. As it were. Um, <laughs> so you're Ben's number two, uh, and and you're basically my literal his, shit. His literal <laughs> bitch. Yeah, like almost you know to a T. Yeah. Um, so you really value his opinion and his judgment. Even though you really shouldn't. Um, you're a little bit ignorant of your position <laughs> as well. You've, you've signed a contract, you're employed by him, but you don't necessarily know your rights. Um, you don't see a lot of the gold that you make. Uh, you don't see any of the gold that you make. <laughs> uh, you have to ask him when you want money to buy stuff. Uh, and you Wait, think do I have all the money of the party? Yeah. I was wondering why I had 20 gold. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, shit ton. You, you have to ask um, for, for, for money from Duncan to buy things. Um, so it's, it's kind of an abusive relationship, but you don't know any better. Um, you spend your so, it's kind of, so it's like an abusive relationship. Because yeah. you spend your entire youth fucking bitches and doing, you know, playing, playing guitar, basically. Yeah. Um, or loot. And highest fucks. Highest dicks. Um, probably still constantly high. I mean, well, he's, in, he's probably. Um, you, can't, you can't smoke Mary Jane in the village, you know. Uh, yeah. People, they talk. Bit of a bummer. Uh, and then we've got Arlen. Um, so Arlen Dawn Tracker, the resident rogue, and the new intern. Full and noble, going by what story over at me. I'm hot-headed and I think I'm top shit, but I fail at everything. Basically. Um, just, just stealing. It's a bit of a theme going on It's kind on of a theme with party. the party, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's almost like you're all terrible. Wow. Um, so you're the new intern, so you're basically beholden to their demands a lot mm-hmm. of the time. Um, but you also haven't, you don't really have an idea of the relationship they have yet. Um, so you're expecting it to be a regular employment. Unbeknownst to you, um, you've, got, you've got Arabin, who's basically the bitch. So you don't know that yet. Okay. Um, and you've just met up. Um, you've just been employed, so these two have had a failed hunting expedition, uh, and where their previous intern was killed, and you're now you joining the party. Though. You're you're unaware of this. You think you're the first intern. You have an inkling, maybe that there's been something that's happened before, but you, as far as to your knowledge, you're the first intern. Uh, so Duncan spent the last of his wealth for this uh, this failed hunt. Cost you lots of money and almost your lives. Uh, your equipment is broken, uh, battered. Your tools and magic are almost entirely depleted. You desperately need money. So you've come to Stonejaw seeking work, and you have word that there is a contract uh, from a contact that's coming to meet you. So in short, you're not in a good way, and you're in some serious need of some coin. Uh, so what do, want, what do you want to do first while you're waiting for the tavern? How much does, uh, how much does this beer cost? Uh, you, can, you, can, you can afford a few copper pieces and silver pieces to, to buy some beer if you want. All right, I buy a round for everyone. All right, you head up to the barkeep, um, who's a sort of strong woman. Um, she doesn't have much time for you, so she takes your order <laughs> Bitch, quite, quite briskly. Uh, she's, not, she's not happy with you. You look a bit dirty, so she's really not happy you're in her bar. Wow. Um, so rude. Uh, you manage to order your drinks, um, and uh, you do pay four silver for those. Because um, uh, she's highballed you a bit. I can do that a shit pump. She's, she's, she's highballed you, though. It's, that, it's not that good beer. Like, she's really hamstring. Yeah, we got plenty of money. Um, she doesn't like you. <laughs> uh, so, so you bring the drinks back to the table. Yeah. Um, so what do you guys want to do? Have a have a scout around, see what's going on, see what's yeah, cracking. I don't know. I guess I'll do a look. Um, yeah, for, I'm, I'm not going to make you roll for that what's yet. It called? Spot. Um, I have two in spot. Are you kidding me? Why did you give me two? Because you're spot? really unobservant. Oh, <laughs> you're really that's unobservant. So bad. Um, so that you kind of so crap. okay. I'll use gather information because I have eleven in that. All right. Do you want to throw <laughs> throw twenty for that? Yeah. I got a five. Fuck me. Or, what's your total roll? Uh, sixteen. That's not bad. That's, that's amazing. Um, so you, you cast your gaze around, um, and you kind of glean that 
whilst it is peak hour, there's a lot of sort of notes you can see and gather. So uh, there's a group of guards sitting a little ways away from you. Uh, there's a general rabble kind of bustling back and forth. Um, a lot of them look pretty sad um, and tattered. Obviously, the kingdom isn't in a good way after Redbeard's... Um, uh, the, the, the this sort of demon king who's, who's invaded uh, has, has swept through the continent Redbeard. Um, and he's he's scattered the wealth of this of this kingdom so everyone looks a bit downtrodden um, and poor I thought we killed Redbeard uh, no I've got to ask is it the pirate accent who? Redbeard uh, no no he, he, can't, he can't speak he can't speak he's he too to, dumb he has to write words on the well, piece of no, paper well no actually it's not true anymore he can speak now can he? well that's spoilers Kinda. for later but Oh, um, well, whatever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he has a pirate accent. He will not. Uh, <laughs> uh, so um, you can sort of so you've got the group of guards that you can try and assess all the all the, all the general rabble that's kind of moving around. So probably your best bet is to have your uh, rogue uh, Arlen uh, give himself a good old listen because uh, he's probably got the, the best. Rogue Arlen, give himself a, give him a good old listen. <laughs> give him a good old listen to see what the guards are the talking DMs about. Telling you to do. You, wanna, <laughs> you know, I mean, or, or you can walk up to them and ask them what's up. That's always an option. That's never the right option. It's not a bad option. Just use listen. Wait, what's my listen? All right, so uh, you, uh, throw a d20. Um, so this, this is Simon's first... One. Wait, this is how we're indoctrinating Simon today. So you'll, you'll get a lot of me trying to tell you what to do, and you can always say no. Yep. Right? It's like the worst. 13, I think. Yep. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, so plus your skill modifier for listen. Is like one? Where the listen is. Yeah. L for listen. You got plus one? Yeah. Uh, 14. Fourteen in total. All right, so um, you kind of uh, you, you lean back in your bar stool and you focus on the group of guards talking. Um, they're sitting around a circular table and they look to be nursing some wounds um, with some cloths and they look pretty unhappy. Um, you can discern uh, from the snippets that you can hear with your amazing listen check that no, that was pretty good. That's a pretty high <laughs> listen, um, particularly over the rabble of the crowds. Um, the guards are talking about some fierce battle they've taken place in, um, and. As you kind of gaze upon them and listen, you can discern that their wounds might have come from some form of undead or definitely an unnatural creature. Oh, I should have taken these undead spells. Fuck. So, um, <laughs> should we take them on necro? Uh, so you kind of you cast your gaze around the general rabble. Um, you don't really need to roll for that. Uh, a quick read of the room shows that everyone is pretty pretty downtrodden, but they're still having a good time. Um, you can discover that there are kind of uh, as you listen to the room, there's lots of talk of the war um, and the difficulty the farmers are having. So you sense that maybe there's some them coin to be made in Stonejaw, um, either doing odd jobs or taking care of some of the potential difficulties the guards have been having. Because they're no longer equipped, because they, they, they don't have the money. Because the kingdom is quite poor, they're no longer equipped to deal with the monsters that have cropped up. So, uh, as you sit there and enjoy your ales and you chat, you get to know each other a bit. Um, you talk shop with the, with the intern, um, so you try and barter your contract. Um, you basically swindle them down to a, a, a cold 25%. Of your takings, um, which is twenty five percent, right? In quotation, um, and and you tell them that you'll sign it tomorrow. Um, <laughs> so eventually, right. uh, the tavern door swings open, and in steps a woman. She's wearing battered leather armor and a heavy sort of dusty travel cloak. It looks a bit moldy around the edges, like she's been walking in it for a long time. An old longsword hangs at her hip. Uh, her face and hair are quite filthy as well. Um, her, her hair is sort of bound loosely behind her head under this cloak, and you can see as she walks through into the inn. In the, in the lamplight that she's got a big scar across her cheek. Uh, she sort of stops uh, as she walks in, scans briefly, walks up to the bar, and orders an ale. And as she does, she turns, she turns on the spot and sort of looks around the room again. And as she does so, um, could someone please roll a wisdom check? Shot. Even yeah. only... Actually, all of you can roll a wisdom check. So everyone throw a d20 and then add your wisdom modifier. Ew, with a nine. I got 
So you add, you've, got to, you've got to add your modifier, yeah. wisdom modifier. 19. So your wisdom's up here. Is it plus zero? So you rolled a 19, which is actually a crit success on an attack roll, but unfortunately not on a check, but it's Low pretty one. fucking good. 19 <laughs> is amazing. 19 is <laughs> no really good. So uh, you immediately into it, because um, you've seen people do this before. She's casing the joint. Mm-hmm. Um, you get the impression she's looking for wealth uh, or something. She's certainly searching the room. Uh, you have a similar look you do when you're looking for something to steal. So she's definitely not on the up and up. Uh, she gets her she gets her ale and uh, you quickly avert your eyes at the last second. Ben, however, fails to do so. Oh, uh, what was your what was your roll? No, uh, total ten. That's horrendous. What was yours? Nine. Okay, you both you both fail to avert your eyes uh, as she looks across at you. Beautiful. Um, and yeah. She's, beautiful no, she's pretty ugly. Um, <laughs> you catch her gaze uh, and you immediately both look down, embarrassed, uh, and you sense her eyes lingering on you. And it's not a kind gaze. <laughs> she takes her mug of ale uh, and retreats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're like, I don't think. Uh, she takes her mug of ale and retreats to the back of the bar, um, sitting with her back against the wall, smoking a pipe quietly. And you feel her eyes searching across the room and periodically landing on the back of uh, of Duncan and Erebin's heads as if yeah. she's as if she's not impressed with Can I use an intimidate roll? I'm going to intimidate this bitch. Do you want to walk up to her and talk to her after she's left you alone? No, I'm gonna call right What, what are you gonna, gonna do? I'm gonna fucking stare into her eyes. Oh, you gonna... <laughs> gonna stare at her. Oh, this is gonna end terribly. I got a 19. I got a 19 and staring at her. Okay, she got a three, so. <laughs> do I intimidate the three fuck out of her? Two. Um, <laughs> you catch her gaze uh, and you do not blink. Ungazing, you stare into her eyes and you look into her very soul. Right. <laughs> she averts her gaze and sips <laughs> she, sort of, she sort of sips at a pipe gingerly. Uh, and you feel as if you feel as if you've taught her a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Your attention is drawn to the door as another individual uh, steps in, announced by a peal of quiet thunder, as if outside it's begun to thunder. rain. Yeah, so distant. Sorry. Okay. Um, there's this peal of thunder as the door opens, and in steps an individual. A man with square shoulders walks in. His presence is heavy, and his entire body looks to be made of nothing but lean muscle. He's got curly hair cut short around the head. Uh, and it's this sort of strange blonde colour, as if bleached by magic. You've all seen this before. Um, it falls around his head loosely. He spots you with his golden eyes and walks over. The people in the tavern walking to and fro appear to sort of avoid him on instinct and sort of move around him, as if there's something going on. Um, so someone can check that if they want. So he looks like Dr. Freeze from when no, he Arnold looks, Schwarzenegger no, he played just, Dr. Freeze. No, he's just a little <laughs> bit too blonde, his hair. Um, does someone can roll a uh, arcana if they want to sense if that's magical or a sense motive. Knowledge Usually, arcana. you would jump in and roll something here, um, as he's as these people are kind of unnaturally moving around. Knowledge arcana. Uh, yeah, you can try that. Um, you could do uh, what what uh, what knowledge do you have? Oh. Do you have any? I don't know. K for knowledge. And your skills. <laughs> K for knowledge. Oh yeah, I got wood, forest, and law. None of those are going to do any good. <laughs> uh, Simon, what do you got? Knowledge, you got knowledge? knowledge wood. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. Knowledge, wow. All right. So Simon, you want to roll intelligence? You can roll intelligence as well. Okay, let's go. Sixteen knowledge arcana. Oh boys. Uh, oh, we got 20, a crit. Twenty boys. Critical intelligence. Uh, I'm the smartest Arabin man alive. Arabin crits. Um, I got a 15. Okay. So Erebin has... <laughs> so you two have a sort of a vague recall. Erebin has a flawless recall of the fact that um, this kind of... Uh, people moving around someone like this is indicative of some kind of an enchantment upon this person. Perhaps a blessing. Perhaps he's a chosen one of one of the gods. You're not sure. But it's certainly unnatural power. Uh, and you immediately feel like he's quite dangerous. I'm going to intimidate him again. Uh, nope. <laughs> uh, you know, you can. It's, you know, no, you I'm not going to. Uh, so this man wears nothing. Killed. This man wears nothing but a perfect, but perfectly tailored leather armor. <laughs> man wears <Very> nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he's naked. He's, you avert your gaze. Um, 
He wears nothing but perfectly tailored leather armor. It looks like the most comfortable and uh, well-made armor you've ever seen, made out of uh, sort of what looks to be a strange leather. It's not uh, the brown you would normally associate with leather. It's more of a crimson. Um, you're not sure what it's made of, but it seems like it's not a natural material. Uh, and he wears a traveling cloak and long, uh, a sort of long, dark gray <coughs> traveling cloak around him. Um, he wears no weapons, uh, though you sense he is more than dangerous from the, the information you've gathered so far. Simon, you will need to face the microphone when you speak. Yeah, I know. Okay. Um, <laughs> he sits down at your table uh, and places a single Thank scroll you. case in front of you. After a pause, he clicks his fingers and a mug of steaming tea appears in his hand. Oh my motherfucking god, it's Millsbury. Oh my god. <laughs> he sips quietly. Oh, no. Okay, well, you did have to ask his name, but thanks for fucking that shit. <laughs> uh, he sits down, clicks his fingers, uh, and begins to... S- it's th- th- this, this cup of tea materializes in his hand, and he sips at it gingerly. Looking at you with an inquisitive gaze. What a cunt. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, you can say hello. Alright, I'm going to say hello. I'm going to ask who he is, even though I know who he is. <laughs> uh, he, he explained that his name is Millsbury. Oh, of course it uh, is. He says, I'm an adventurer. Oh, God. He's so British. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, he sort of sips at his tea again, as if waiting for you to do something. You all kind of, uh, your gaze shifts to the skull case on the table. Uh, and it kind of all cl- it clicks for all of you at once that he's obviously the contact you're here to meet. Um, wait. So what's on the what's on the desk? Uh, he's placed a scroll case, which is like a it's it's a it's oh, a yeah. it's a metal bound case where you would put a scroll or a map uh, or something. Can I um? I, I don't know if it's bugged or anything. Um, you you can you that. can roll. Um, it depends. Do you want to see if it's magically bugged? I mean, um, you could check for a glyph of warding. Um. Simon, uh, <laughs> Alan, you could roll a trap sensor, or you, you you could use you could probably use an intelligence check on it actually to see if it looks like a trapped scroll case. Scroll cases aren't very big; they're about the size of your forearm, so a trap would have to be. Oh no! I want to be really wanky and use um, and use open close, one of my spells to open it. To open it from afar. <laughs> yeah, to seem really obnoxious. Okay, so he's he's to show off. Him. Okay, yeah, oh yeah, sure. Um, can you roll a competency to do it under pressure, please? So just a d twenty. If you don't, uh, you can add your intelligence. That's a- Oh god, nine plus one. So ten? Oh, plus four, no. 13. Okay, plus four, 13, wow, nice. Um, so you wave your hand over the scroll case, uh, and the, so basically it's got, um, it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's a box that's sort of this rectangle, and at the top it's got two clasps. You wave your hand over it, and the clasps flip open, uh, and, and it opens, and the scroll slides out uh, with the gesture of your hand. And as, as it does, it opens, up in the, it, it opens up into the table and unfolds itself. Um, just at the top with, with nothing we haven't even touched it yet and you look very impressive yeah thank you uh, unfortunately though this, this display of magic has, uh, has garnered the gaze of a lot of the people in the bar and Millsbury looks at you like you're an idiot intimidate <laughs> intimidate alright you want to oppose that yeah. oh god I got like 14 you unsuccessfully oppose his 18 um, he's got a pretty crazy bonus on that one. Hey, so, an 11. <laughs> uh, rather than intimidating him, um, you turn to stare daggers at him, but he's actually not looking at you. Um, he's looking at Arlen as if waiting for Arlen to speak. So you, uh, so you, you, uh, you know, this, this, this map is open on the table, and he's looking at you. Okay. Hmm. Look at the map. What's the map? What's on the map? Yeah, I, I want to look at the map because yeah, let's all look at the map. Is. Okay, so um, uh, just uh, you, you cast your gaze on the map, um, and could you please roll a? Uh, do you have knowledge lore at all, or knowledge local or lore? Mm-hmm. Or yeah, but he's 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 in a second. Look, 
Do you have any? Do you have any knowledges? K for knowledge. Nope. No, you don't. All right, great. I'm Good stuff. You can you can work on that later. Um, yeah. You, well, <laughs> well, you've had a quite isolated life. You don't know much. Uh, so you look at the map, and uh, from what you understand from map making, this is a relatively recent print. Um, someone's done it in pretty shitty handwriting. Um, it so looks you did it. <laughs> it looks like a pretty bad replica of uh, a map that would be hanging in a museum or something. Um, but you can tell from the contents that it's probably to like a house or a mansion or an estate. Um, it certainly, it certainly is. Uh, it certainly dictates from what you can see um, that there's a house somewhere or a mansion or something, um, and, and it, it details some mechanisms within that. So, could you? What languages do you have? It's on the second page. Um, what languages? Do you, or you only have common. Does anyone have? Does anyone have Elven? You're I an have Elven. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. You both have Elven, so you can both immediately read all of the sigils and signs on the map. Simon, however, uh, Ar- gone. Arlen is left in the dark. <laughs> well, you're, you're not touching it. You're just kind of examining it um, because it's quite rude to touch it because it obviously hasn't sold it to you yet. Um, I didn't touch it. No, I know. That's fine. He's fine with that. But but you kind of examine it. Um, and, and uh, Erebin's putting his hands. Oh, Erebin is just like mm, he's right good. up this in there. He's sniffing this map. He wants to know all about it. Yeah, he's doing lines <laughs> up and ready. Um, so uh, Erebin and Duncan, you're able to read the Elven handwriting um, on it, and it appears to to list in detail some locations and mechanisms within within an estate. Um, as to where the estate is, it isn't written on the map, and obviously that would be something that you would think this person selling it would tell you to make it worth your while. Um, and you do see circled in the bottom left of the diagram, uh, the word treasure, oh which boy. immediately garners your gaze. Oh boy! So, treasure. Uh, Millsberg explains that the scroll contains, uh, well, the scroll's open now, but he explains that the map, <laughs> conta- he explains that the map uh, contains the, the location of some hidden treasure that was left by the Demon King on his way through, left to be safeguarded uh, in case he ever needed t- uh, to, to access a cache of magical Artifacts in an emergency. If you ever had to come through and do that, um, and he basically, he, you know, he said that he wants to make sure that where whatever this vault is, he doesn't know what's in there. Whatever is in this vault is kept out of the hands of the Demon King. That's his primary concern: um, is is to keep these artifacts away from from those who would use them for ill intent. Um, and quietly, you're all thinking, "Well, that would be us," but that's yeah. fine. <laughs> so he's come to you. You don't know how he got your details. Um, you've come to this city, and he's obviously. Um, from from his entrance, you can kind of garner that he he does definitely he he didn't tend to sit at your table. It wasn't an accident. So he's obviously um, he's running. You, you you know he might be running a game on you. He might just have known of you from from your past exploits. But it's probably worth trying to trying to work out what his motives are here. Um, or you can blindly accept it. Honestly, you know the call of adventure. You could blindly accept that as well. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess whatever. Money's money. Yeah, so you're not you're not at all curious as to why he's giving this to you. No, not for really. Free. He's not even asked you to buy it yet. You just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna assume we're taking it. Oh, okay. I'm not paying for it. Uh, you reach forward to grab the map, uh, and he gives you a look. And given that you failed your intimidate before, you're already <laughs> scared of him. And he gives you a look, and he goes, "What? Her? That's my map, Jason. Don't be touching my map." <laughs> and as he does so, you feel a flicker. Uh, your, your magic sense tingles as you feel a flicker of energy from his fingertips. Oh As if he was about to do something shit. and resisted himself. Uh, <laughs> and he says, <laughs> Now I don't want to be uncivil, but that is my map. Uh, now you best pay for it, and I'll tell you where it's to. Okay. Jolly good treasure. How much does he want for it? All I require. He's <laughs> <laughs> <is> so British. <laughs> he, he, gestures. <laughs> he, he gestures at you and points like directly in your face. And given everyone's attention on the bar is on you, uh, you feel like you're being talked down to a bit. 
He goes, all I require is that when you access this treasury, you tell me what's in it and you share some of its wealth. Sure, bluff. Uh, bluff yep. Uh, 24. His sense motive was shit. 24 is phenomenal. <laughs> uh, you lie your teeth off. Yeah. Um, he, he believes every word of it. Sweet. <laughs> and he goes, jolly good, we've got a contract. Then he extends his hand. Um, and you can, do you want to shake it or do you want Yeah, to, whatever, I'll shake okay. it. You shake his hand firmly and you kind of feel a f like a crackle of magical energy yeah. um, as if you've signed some kind of a contract. No idea what that is. It's, well, you can roll a knowledge arcana. Oh, okay. That's what my character knows what it is. Um, oh, wow, 25. I'm really rolling these Wow. Rolls. You recall um, from your early days in training, reading stories of... Uh, these warriors that would travel the world, they would walk the world, and they had this ability to form magical contracts with people um, just at the shake of a hand. Um, and huh. this, this is something of that nature. It's, it's an unnatural contract. Um, and you vaguely remember, uh, as you kind of sift through your memories, that uh, these contracts typically were between people from the Fey realms and humans. So Fine. people of the Fey court. Um, though at this point in time, you can't exactly remember what that I is. I know Millsbury went to the Fey realm. You don't, well, your character doesn't know that either. Yeah. And the more you I talk did. about Millsbury, the more... Could you just not? <laughs> <laughs> um, so Millsbury was one of Ben's old characters. He was my um, character. Well, sorry, he was the old character. He was my um, old character. God. Yeah. But yeah, so he explains... So funny. He explains that the map is of um, Ralalek, um, which he says with difficulty, um, which is an isolated manor owned by one Montgomery Ogvan, known locally as the Blue Baron. The Blue Baron. Uh, does anyone have... Okay, that should have turned the Whoa, audio off. good job. That. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Um, okay, so, oh, how, do I t how do I turn, how do I make it with no sound? I don't know how to use my phone. How do you make walls with no sound? Oh, Jesus, God bless you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, um, he explains that it's to, to the, uh, isolated manor owned by Montgomery Ogvan, known locally as the Blue Baron, uh, and he, he shows you that as, as the map is open in front of you, he points to the treasure, and he says the treasure is located in a vault in the basement. But Ogvan is this, uh, he, he's, he's the, the town wizard. Um, he brews all the potions for the town guard and the town healing, healing stations and, and priests and stuff. So he's quite a powerful mage. But Millsbury believes that he's corrupted by, he's been corrupted by Redbeard. Um, and he won't say much more. Uh, and that's where we'll leave the first episode. So you've, you've, got your, you've got your target of heading to there at some point to try and collect this vault of treasure. Uh, and... Millsbury stands. Uh, he he takes the he sort of puts the map back inside the case and hands it to Duncan. Stands up from the table, uh, looks at you pointedly, and then uh, could someone please actually could you all roll wisdom checks for me? Uh, uh, Arabin closes his eyes with that one. Yeah, I'm <laughs> focused on that girl from before. Fourteen, brilliant. And what'd you get? Twelve. Twelve. All right, twelve is a fail. Fourteen is a success. Arlen uh, notices that as Millsbury leaves, he casts a cursory glance at the woman from earlier. And then as, and then as Millsbury steps out and you turn your gaze back to her, you discover she's gone. Oh, oh snap. And that's where we'll end the first episode. So thanks for watching. Uh, and watching. We'll, listening. <laughs> I just, yeah, you're not watching at all. Um, this has been the first episode of, episode of the Untitled Adventure. Um, hopefully things will kick off next time. So good to get to know all the characters. Uh, and we'll see you guys next time. If you enjoyed this podcast, why not donate to our Patreon? Patreon.com slash DCMWorks. Or check out DCM.Works for links to our other podcasts, 
YouTube channel and more.